So now we are going to read about, uh, this is episode 20.3, and uh, we're going to read about Saul's conversion and the road uh, on Dam to, uh, to Damascus. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats with every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers, so he went to the high priest. He requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus asking for their cooperation in the arrest of any followers of the way he found there. He wanted to bring them, both men and women, back to Jerusalem in chains. As he was approaching Damascus on this mission, a light from heaven suddenly shone down around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. And the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The men with Saul stood speechless, for they saw, I'm sorry, for they heard the sound of someone's voice, but saw no one. Saul picked himself up off the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he was blind. So his companions led him by the hand to Damascus. He, re he remained there blind for three days and did not eat or drink. Now, there was a believer in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord spoke to him in a vision calling, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he replied. The Lord said, go over to Straight Street to the, to the house of Judas. When you get there, ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. Uh, he is praying to me now. I have shown him a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and laying hands on him so he can see again. But Lord, exclaimed Ananias, I've heard many people talk about the terrible things this man has done to the believers in Jerusalem. And he is authorized by the leading priest to arrest everyone who calls upon your name. But the Lord said, go for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to kings, as well as to the people of Israel. And I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. So Ananias went and found Saul. He laid his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road, has sent me so that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. Afterward, he ate some food and regained his strength. Saul in Damascus and Jerusalem. Saul stayed with the believers in Damascus for a few days and immediately he began preaching about Jesus in the synagogue, saying, He is indeed the Son of God. Sorry. All who heard him were amazed. Isn't this the same man who caused such devastation among Jesus' followers in Jerusalem? They asked. And didn't he come here to arrest them and take them in chains to the leading priests? Saul's preaching became more and more powerful, and the Jews in Damascus couldn't refute his proofs that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. After a while, some of the Jews plotted together to kill him. They were watching for him day and night at the city gates so they could murder him. But Saul was told about their plot. So during the night, some of the other believers lowered him in a large basket through an opening in the city wall. 
when Saul arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to meet with the believers, but they were all afraid of him. They did not believe him. They did not believe he had truly become a believer. Then Barnabas brought him to the apostle, but apostles and told them how Saul had seen the Lord on the way to Damascus and how the Lord had spoken to Saul. He also told them that Saul had preached boldly in the name of Jesus in Damascus. So Saul stayed with the prophets. I'm sorry. So Saul stayed with the apostles and went all around Jerusalem with them, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord. He debated with some Greek-speaking Jews, but they tried to murder him. When the believers heard about this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him away to Tarsus, his hometown. The church then had peace throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria, and it became stronger as the believers lived in the fear of the Lord. And with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, it also grew in numbers. Peter heals Aeneas and raises Dorcas. Meanwhile, Peter traveled from place to place, and he came down to visit the believers in the town of Lydda. There he met a man named Annas, 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 who had been paralyzed and bedridden for eight years. Peter said to him, Annas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your sleeping mat. And he was healed instantly. Then the whole population of Lydda and Sharon saw Annas walking around and they turned to the Lord. There was a believer in Joppa named Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was always doing kind things for others and helping the poor. About this time, she became ill and died. Her body was washed for burial and laid in an upstairs room. But the believers had heard that Peter was nearby at Lydda, so they sent two men to beg him, please come as soon as possible. So Peter returned with them, and as soon as he arrived, they took him to the upstairs room. The room was filled with widows who were weeping and showing him the coats and other clothes Dorcas had made for them. But Peter asked them all to leave the room. Then he knelt and prayed. Turning to the body, he said, Get up, Tabitha. And she opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then he called in the widows and all the believers, and he uh, presented her to them alive. The news spread throughout the whole town, and many believed in the Lord. And Peter stayed a long time in Joppa, living with Simon, a tanner of hides. All right, so um, this talks about Saul's conversion and, um, you know, uh, he was ready to, you know, continue with uh, killing the Lord's followers. Uh, so he went to the priests and he asks, he's asking for their cooperation. But as he's walking or going to approaching Damascus, uh, the Lord uh, shows himself to Saul and says, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And uh, who are you, Lord? And he says, I'm Jesus. I'm the one you're persecuting. Um, and uh he says, uh, now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. So Saul is speechless. He's, you know, probably freaking out, but he does what Jesus tells him to do. His uh, 
entourage uh, also heard the voice, but uh, they didn't see Jesus. Saul picks himself up, uh, but he's blinded. He doesn't eat or drink. And then uh, Ananias uh, is told by the Lord uh, to go to Straight Street, to the house of Judas. Uh, when you get there, ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is praying to me right now. And I have shown him a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and laying hands on him so he can see again. So Ananias, you know, he's freaked out. He doesn't want to go see Saul because he thinks he's going to get killed. But he does what the Lord tells him to do. He says, go for Saul. Go for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to the kings and to the people of Israel. And I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. So Ananias goes, finds Saul, and instantly something like scales fall, fall from Saul's eyes and he regains his sight. He gets up and eats some food and he regains his strength. And then uh, immediately, I circled that word, he begins preaching and says he is indeed the son of God. So I mean, Saul is instantly, you know, turns from his old horrible ways and becomes a follower of Christ. But that's what it takes, just like seconds. That's all it is. And then Saul's preaching became more and more powerful, uh, and the Jews in Damascus couldn't refute his proofs that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. Uh, they're trying to kill Saul, and I think that's throughout his whole ministry. They're continually trying to kill him. They get him out of the city uh, in a large basket. And then he arrives in Jerusalem. He goes to the apostles to be, uh, you know, Barnabas brings him to the apostles and says, you know, that the Lord spoke to Saul. Uh, he's a believer now and is preaching boldly uh, in the name of Jesus in Damascus. And so Saul stays with the apostles um, in, uh, and went all around Jerusalem with them, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord, which is what we should be doing. We should be boldly preaching the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. And then he goes uh, back to Tarsus, his hometown. Uh, and then there's peace, uh, I guess, throughout Judea, Galilee, um, in the church. Um, and with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, this is in 31, uh, the church is growing in numbers. And then Peter heals Anias. Anias, and I'm sorry, I can't say that word, and raises Dorcas from the dead. And then the news spread throughout the whole town, and many believed in the Lord. And Peter stayed a long time in Joppa, uh, living with Simon, a tanner of hides. So, um, you know, the church is just growing in leaps and bounds. And it's just amazing to me how God is just, you know, all over this. You know, I mean, obviously, Saul who was persecuting the the believers, you know, got saved, basically. So, so if anybody thinks that God is not working in their lives to try to save them, they're sorely misunderstood at this, you know, they're misunderstanding God and what God is doing because God can do anything. So if he can turn, you know, this horrible, you know, murderer, uh, to Jesus, he can turn anybody uh, to Jesus. And so I think that's the moral. That's I think this is what we're uh, getting from this um, reading today, that he can, 
he can change hardened hearts. And we go back to Ezekiel, um, where, uh, you know, change my hard heart and restore it with a new soft heart is basically paraphrasing it. Um, so that's today's readings, uh, episodes 20, what did I say? 20.2 and 20.3, chapters 8, chapters 9. Um, I'm just so thankful and so grateful that uh, I get to do this. It's, uh, it's a blessing to me. I know that I keep saying that over and over again, but it doesn't change. It is a blessing every day for me to be able to bring uh, God's word out into the world. So thank you for listening. I'm so uh, thankful that you're uh, taking time out of your day to whatever time it is. It could be morning, noon, night. I don't know when it is that you're finding us, but um, just thankful that you get to to hear uh, Leap of Faith podcast. And um, I just encourage you to keep doing it every day, um, a little bit at a time. That's all we can do. So, so with the spirit of uh, of Saul being con- uh, being becoming a believer and the Holy Spirit descending upon him, I am going to lead you in the prayer. I'm not the magic person. I'm not the person who's going to do it. This all has to come from with you in you. Uh, you know, just like well, what were we? I'm sorry, I have to go back and, and read it. So Simon, that guy Simon that we never heard back again from. It's hard to keep track because there's so many different there's there's so many different Simons and so many different Judases and you know there's it's common names. So but Simon we never heard from again, I don't think. I don't think it's the same guy that we're gonna hear that Peter was staying with. But um, you can't buy the Holy Spirit. It has to come into your heart. You have to be a believer. You have to repent from your sins. I'm not saying you're never gonna sin again because that's just not human nature, but Believing in Jesus Christ, believing he, he's your Lord and Savior, that's where it starts. And so I encourage you to say the prayer and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And um, so I'm going to lead you in the prayer and give you the opportunity. Um, but again, I'm not the one to do it. This is all about God inhabiting your heart, Jesus coming into your heart. So uh, I'm going to say the prayer and uh I encourage you to say it too, believers. Um, I encourage you to uh, to say it, to reaffirm your belief. So let's pray. <clears throat> Holy God, Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your only son, Jesus Christ, It's his perfect blood that was shed for my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior, and I will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that and uh, you said it out loud, you believe it in your heart that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, I am ecstatic. Congratulations and welcome to the uh, kingdom of heaven and the brotherhood and sisterhood of Jesus Christ. Um, it's it's a day of rejoicing. You know, that's these are the words that you hear uh, being read. Uh, these are words of rejoicing. Um, and uh, I think it was the eunuch who was rejoicing as, you know, I think it was Philip got taken away. So, 
I encourage you uh, and uh, along with Jeremiah to <clears throat> find a church, um, get involved, uh, become, uh, you know, get involved with a ministry or uh, volunteer work, talk to the pastor uh, or somebody that can help you uh, to the next step uh, with your relationship with Jesus and, um, and keep moving forward. Um, these are uh, tough times that we're living through right now, um, historically, and, um, you know, having Jesus on, <laughs> on your side is always good. So, um, all right, well, I've run on for a little bit longer than I would have liked to, but that's all right, because you know what, this is God's word, this is, uh, you know, getting out into the world, and, um, you know, uh, you can't, you, you can't rush Jesus. That's all there is to it, you know? So I'm just thankful that I get to do this. And so again, this is Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm going to do my shameless plug. Um, you can find us on Facebook, on Spotify, uh, Apple um, Podcasts. There's so many uh, avenues. Um, so uh, you can email us at uh, leapoffaithpodcast.org. Um, you can find our website and, um, we're really desperately trying to keep up and, uh, you know, be communicative with, uh, anybody and everybody who might be interested in, uh, listening and joining us. And it's never too late. You can always go back and listen. There's, I can't tell you how many, uh, podcasts that are out there. Um, well, obviously there's at least a hundred because we're on 20 and we do it five times a week. So five times 20 is a hundred. So anyway, uh, God bless you. Thank you for listening. And uh, we will be back tomorrow, uh, back on track, as I said. So God bless you. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow.